Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Heart Peace Podcast, your holistic relationship talk show for gamers. I am Master Wife. And I am Master Joe. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. This is episode number 42. Yes. 14. No, that's 14. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. You need I to just, go back I just, to your Spanish class. I should just try to not speak other languages besides <laughs> English because Especially. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> Catorce, yeah. good lord. Episode 42. Uh, hey, Master Wife, guess what? What? Besides the fact that I can no longer really speak Spanish, uh, do you know what's happening? Uh, Nintendo Switch is coming out? Yeah, but what about it? <laughs> it's awesome. They put voice acting in Zelda. Oh, gosh. No, it's Oh, good. my gosh. It's great. No, that's going to be weird. No, it's great. No. Okay, okay. Let me... Let but me, about let me, Link that never speaks. Yeah, let me explain. He's the so, most awesome boyfriend so, ever. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Should I feel offended right now? Uh, no, Link still is the silent hero, but all the other characters have voice acting. And uh, they showed some stuff of Zelda. Good Lord. It was... Ah... <sighs> Like, you know how emotional I got about Skyward Sword, like the interactions between Link and Zelda? Yes. Like, this like child's play. Child's play. <laughs> this is amazing. So, uh, you'll have to, to catch up and watch it later. I stayed up real late and watched it. Yeah, uh, I, but I fell asleep. Derp, Sorry, guys. Right? I know. Just derped right on out of there. Mega derp. But no, it's super, super crazy. So I cannot wait to see about that. But I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit more in the, the episode because Nintendo Switch, it's it's the thing and it's amazing but you know what else is amazing our amazing special guests that's right ladies and gentlemen today we are talking to our second indie game dev actually ever the first time we were talking with the folks over at 13 a.m games discussing runbo and today we have the lovely lucy blundell also known as kin moku from across the pond join us all the way from germany right now give your hand together for lucy blundell what's going on girl Hey, thank you. Lovely introduction. <laughs> Reduce that. Reduce that. Uh, Lucy comes uh, from a little-known game that you might be seeing here and around the internet and Steam called One Night Stand. It's been picking up some steam, steam. Hmm. <laughs> uh, wow. on the internet. Nice, nice synergy points. Yes. Synergy points. Uh, but yeah, we we saw the game and we were intrigued by the idea of playing a game that's about a one-night stand. And uh, it's, it's a really cool and fun type of little game here. So it has all these different endings and it's yeah. basically all about uh, you interacting in a space, uh, you know, in the aftermath of a one night stand, trying to figure out what the heck happened? <laughs> what? Who am I? Why am I and here? what do I do now? Whose pants are these? <laughs> Who is that? Uh, it's, it's really cool. If you haven't played it yet, uh, I highly suggest that you go give it a try. Uh, we were super, super lucky and fortunate. It's actually a funny story. Uh, Lucy was doing a giveaway for the game on Twitter, just like some random codes uh, at the end of the year. <laughs> and I had just sent her an email to invite her to come on the show. and But she didn't know who I was on Twitter. And so I saw her tweet about the thing and I retweeted, did what I need to do to try to get the code. And lo and behold, I won. And <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, what? This is amazing. I never win anything. <laughs> uh, you know, and this thing has all kinds of retweets. And I talked to Lucy about it after the fact we found out what was going on. And <laughs> you remember you told me why you, uh, why you picked me for the win? Yeah. Yeah. It was um, your avatar. It's like this kind of lime green. 
And I thought, oh, that looks really cool. And it really like caught my eye. So nice. that's why I picked you. <laughs> so fun fact, ladies and gentlemen, the ladies like cool <laughs> avatars, lime green. This was done by a guy who was doing uh, Game Boy style portraits. So that's why it's like green ah, and okay. you know, that kind of off gray, you know. So it was, it was pretty cool. I still have to get mine. Yeah. Yeah, no, you do. Shoot. Yeah, I want one as well. <laughs> oh, well then, we've got a problem. No, we, need, we need to get some more. Uh, but super cool. It's it's very nice. Excellent to have you on the show. We're going to move right into our first little segment here. A major heart piece of the week. The major heart piece of the week. Yeah, I figure, you know, it'd be more appropriate to play this all the one. Yeah. Because, oh my God. Oh my uh, but, okay, major harpies of the week <laughs> for our listeners who might not know what this is. This is a little moment where we like to put some shine, put some respect on the fact that good stuff happens in the gaming community and in life in general uh, from time to time, too, amidst all of the nasty, terrible, and mean things that we see a lot. So, uh, we just like to point out one thing that we thought was particularly nice or cool that, we, that either we did or we saw being done. Uh, so, I will let master wife take it away okay well mine's is pretty um funny um so one day like i have like naturally not curly hair but coils we call it coals <laughs> um that's right coals coals um hair and so my hair was like in a big puff and it was interesting because this was the first time me wearing it like that to work so i was pretty like i don't like to be the center of attention um, but, uh, people really liked it and it was really nice to see, uh, that I guess something a part of you that people appreciate. And it was so funny that today, um, I guess it's Friday in America. Yes, it is Friday. Well, Friday we're, morning. We are recording on a Friday. This is an awful idea. There's a six hour time <laughs> difference between us and Lucy. So it's uh six forty AM over here and we're dying. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, continue, continue. But actually, uh my coworker started a curly hair day. So they're they usually wear their hair straight and so they're gonna wear their hair curly today, How's which is pretty work? awesome. Huh? How's that gonna work? I don't know. They're gonna wash the hair, wake up, and just go to work and not straighten it or anything like that. Uh, so what you're I, saying is today, for today only, they're going to switch from straight to oh curly hair. Oh my gosh, hair. really <laughs> Nintendo Switch? You're using puns? Uh, <laughs> but it was just really nice that they appreciated my hair, and then there we I started a day at work. It's awesome. That is actually really cool. Yay. But no, it's on it's Friday awesome. the 13th, so I don't know how I feel about yeah, that. Yeah, that, that might be weird, but, you know, hey, it's all good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the two, I think. Oh, that's a good random bit. Guess when the next Friday the 13th is going to be. There's only two of them this year. Uh, I'll guess November. November. Ooh, very close. It's actually uh, in October this year, uh, which is crazy. <laughs> if you're into the spoops, uh, October... Ooh. Spoopy, spoopy month and Halloween and Friday the 13th. So that's kind of cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lucy, I'll switch it over to you. What, what's your major heart piece of the week? You got some pretty good stuff happening to you lately. Yeah. So I got nominated for uh, an IGF. Uh, so One Night Stand uh, has Yay, got uh, a finalist. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it. Like, yeah, everyone's been like super supportive and really nice and 
just I you know I didn't really expect that many people to care but loads of people are really really happy and everyone's just said good things so it's really nice to see that like in uh, the gaming industry yeah that's really nice to see you like win you know (laughs) and people be very supportive um of you it really I think it really helps like push you to want to do like more things so yeah I think it's particularly interesting to get nominated for an indie game like one night stand uh because i mean the game itself it's 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 you know high on replayability you know you kind of go through and you want to see oh what if i did this what if i did that but the actual experience of the game like just to run through it one time it's it's really fast you know Um, yeah it's it's not a long Um, game at all yeah but apparently it's making a good impact on people because it's getting nominated yeah that's the crazy thing like you know people play it for like 15 minutes and they're like whoa like that was a really powerful experience you know and and for 15 minutes that's that's pretty cool yeah absolutely very very cool awesome and, and congrats to you again for the nomination and getting to the finalists and best of luck in the world series or whatever it is that's next <laughs> <laughs> the grand finals uh i'll close it out my major heart piece of the week uh was given to me by my good friend and homeboy uh, Tatsumi Kimishima, uh, who's the current president of Nintendo, uh, during the oh Nintendo Switch. Yeah, I, you know, he called me before. He was like, Joe, listen, I got you. Just wait for the end. And uh, <laughs> I did. I did. You know, I did what I was told. My homeboy hooked it up. They finally gave us a release date for Zelda. It is confirmed, in fact, to be a launch title for the Nintendo Switch when it launches on March 3rd. And I lost oh, my mind. Nice. I said, I said, yo, <laughs> Kimishima. I call him Kimmy, you know, for short. We go way back like that, you know. Kimmy, bruh. You you the man. You the man. So I thought that was super cool. And really the the whole way that Nintendo did that presentation was just so slick and so like they had so much swag. It was so cool. Like everybody. I like how you're talking slang right now I mean, for you, Nintendo Switch. I mean, you know, like you know, just doing my thing. Yeah, just doing my thing. But no, it was it was super cool. They just, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. I almost feel like I'm spoiling it. I don't even want to spoil it, but it's amazing. And this is just the best presentation I think they've given in years. And they've given some pretty good presentations, but this one I think takes the cake. So I was wondering how much is it going to cost? Because I was oh, talking to Lucy yes. and it's going to be more expensive. Yeah, I know. In Europe, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as yeah. usual. Yeah, I know. Mm. But uh, I, it, it's it's kind of cool. It was exactly what I thought it would be on the nose. Yeah. $300, yeah. you know, USD. Oh, so it's $300 mm-hmm. USD. So it would be more expensive. No, 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 no. Well, the, uh, kind of. The The Wii U that we got, the 32 gig one, uh-huh. was $300. Mm. I think. Was it 350 No, it was $300. There was the base model that was 250 And then the 32 gig was mm-hmm. 300 Listeners, fact check me. Uh, I'm sure you all will. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. Uh, but no, that's that's super cool. So major heart piece of the week. We're going to move on to our next section here. Uh, of course, since we were talking with Lucy Bundle and she's made a little game called One Night Stand to get nominated and whatnot, I figured it'd be appropriate uh, to play some music from the late, great George Michael Michael. So enjoy the little uh, whisper in the back. Oh, yeah. It's, it's sexy time. <laughs> Sexy time on the HP podcast of Lucy Blundell. Mm. So, Lucy, real quick, I know you've, you've been on podcasts, you've talked about this game, almost spent a, a ton of time on it, but uh, you said one thing during your major heart piece of the week that I thought was interesting, and that people 
uh, you know, as you say, have played this game for like 15 minutes and then they, they you know, put their hands down, they look up and they're just like, whoa, what do you think that like how like when you were making the game, did you think it was going to have this type of impact? You know, this is coming from a game jam. I know you're inspired by some sad guy you saw on a train and is wondering, huh, I wonder what his night was like. Maybe he had a one night stand. I'll make a game about that because that's what normal people do. Uh, so t- tell us, like, what did you have any idea of the impact your game would have on people? Uh, I don't think I did, you know, like when in, when the Game Jam uh, version came out, like I, uh, you know, I uploaded it to itch.io and then a few weeks later, like let's players were playing it and, and I was watching their reactions and I, I couldn't believe it. You know, people were like gasping and, you know, mind blown almost. And, uh, yeah, I I don't think I really expected that. That's crazy. That's good. I mean, I mean, our podcast obviously is all about kind of social interactions and whatnot. So when anyone tells us I made something and it had a, it had a real impact on someone, we're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we we did get a chance to play it and i thought it was pretty funny um we (laughs) failed a lot of times if if you played a game you'll know what we're talking about (laughs) don't take the picture just don't do it just 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 don't take the picture yeah resist the urge (laughs) turn from the dark side i mean our first interaction was ended pretty like the best it could yeah Yeah, the first the first ending we got we got a good friendship ending it wasn't the best one but we got a friendship. But it ending. was a it was a good one. Yeah, yes, it was a good, was a good one. one. And then hug. after that, it went downhill. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> well, well, to be fair, we were doing the thing because you know there's two of us. We realized, oh, you, you played through these vignettes like ten minutes. Okay, cool. Let's just you know I'll play this one. You play the next one. I'll play this one. You play the next one. Let's see what endings we get. And make the choices. You know. Uh, yeah. And so, <laughs> Master Wife was the one who took the picture <laughs> oh, <laughs> and got no. found out. <laughs> well, I the phone. <laughs> I will only try this in a game just to understand oh, the sure. different implications. Oh, sure you would, yeah. I would not yeah. do that. <laughs> you have to play the game, but I thought I was okay. <laughs> I thought I was okay until the middle of the game. You heard it here all... first, ladies and gentlemen. She thought it was okay until she was found out. <laughs> Got red-handed in the act. Uh, but, uh, yes, it's... Yeah, it's a great game, so I think everyone should play it. I don't want to give everything away, but... Uh, no, yeah, I definitely don't want to spoil too much of it, but uh, I thought it was really interesting that <laughs> that's kind of how it went down. I was, I found myself <laughs> trying to, like, actively trying to uh, interact in a way that I thought would get me a good ending, because uh, I didn't know until I, you know, kind of listened to some other podcasts you'd been on and read more in it about the game. I didn't know what was possible, so I was just right. like, all right, let me see what... I can like what can I get can I can I get them together can I can they there's options to be friends and more than friends like how do all these things work Mm -hmm. uh so I was trying really really hard to get good endings but um (laughs) I'm trying to think of the worst one that I got it was a it was a bad one Oh, she! I got caught looking through the wallet. That's what it was. I was oh, trying no. to. I was trying to find out what her daggone name was. Oh, uh, I didn't get. No, I didn't get caught looking at the wallet. I looked through the wallet, and I grabbed a thing, and it said, "This is what this person's name is." And I was like, "Okay, yeah. great." And I said, that's "Oh, really bad. How's it going?" So and so. She's like, "That's not uh, my name. <laughs> why did you say? Why did you call me that?" Like, what? But but your wallet. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> it's like an anime when the girl's eyes turn like super evil and it's like, what have you been doing in my room? 
Like, yeah. You, you really feel that stress of, oh no, what have I done? <laughs> so I thought that was really interesting and cool. These are the types of interactions that we hope we don't have. Yeah. <laughs> but if you ever do find yourself in a one night stand, hopefully you play this game so you know what to do. It's like a... And what not to do. Yeah, and what not to do. <laughs> what not to do. Don't play the guitar. Just don't do it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 super cool. I think it's a very interesting game. It kind of brings you to the point where people are starting to make these games that are more like, 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 I don't even know what to call them. They're like just social games and not social games to the point where you are social or interacting socially, but you're like learning social mechanisms, I guess. Uh, you're, yeah. you're navigating social spaces. What, what do you think about that trend of these types of games coming up? Yeah, I I do think they're getting way more popular. I, I think um, game gems probably have a, a big kind of play in that because, you know, people are making things in like a short amount of time. So, mm-hmm. you know, people are coming up with ideas like really quickly and, and it needs to be executed quickly as well. Like, I don't know if you've played um, The Average Everyday Adventures of Samantha Brown. No, I have not. That's a new game. We're writing it down. It's, yeah, it's, it's another um, short visual novel. Um, a little bit like One Night Stand in the fact that it's quite socially awkward. It's about this girl that has like this social anxiety, and but it's it's really good and it's done with like a little bit of humor. Mm. Um, I yeah, I really really like that game. But there's loads of like of these kind of games popping up, and I think it's really cool. That's really cool. Now we'll check that out. Though. The Adventures. Yeah. Or, uh, uh, what was it? Meshwise the Ember. average life of. Uh, the Average Everyday Adventures oh. of Samantha Brown. It's quite a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of like the unsinkable Molly Brown, you know. What is it with browns? Huh, very strange. Mm. Well, I mean, with people making these games and, and you know, bring up the good point of game jams and whatnot, I think it's kind of interesting because your game came from a game jam. It's mm. fully based on your personal experiences and kind of uh, thought process about things. And, you know, this is the story you wanted to tell. Uh, and I think that, it's kind of coming to a point now, which is interesting, where other gamers, other developers are telling their own stories, you know, from their own personal experiences and social awkwardness and anxiety, you know, places. And then we're getting other types of games. Uh, I know you mentioned Gone Home as being one of the inspirations for One Night Stand, uh, which, you know, for listeners, if you haven't played that, that's a game about basically coming home to a house where you're like no one is and you're kind of wondering what happened to everybody. So you're going around the house and, you know, learning uh, about everything by interacting with objects in the house um and like that's it you know it's a real simple premise but those types of small games end up having a really big social impact on people and i'm i'm you know safe to say the reason is because they're coming from such a uh such a place a personal place you know within people to share these experiences within these games it kind of reminds me of you know musicians and artists you know it's the same thing now almost to that level where people are singing songs about their breakups and they're, you know, doing mm-hmm. art about the injustice in their community. Mm-hmm. You know, now we're making games about, you know, feeling alone in a room of people, you know, what yeah. that's like. Uh, yeah. If, I, I yeah. think that's, uh, I think that these games are like relatable. And so people can understand that they're not alone in these circumstances. You are yeah, not totally. alone. <laughs> I am here. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so... I think them being relatable and being able to understand that I'm not alone and understand that other people go through these certain circumstances is really impactful. And, oh, uh, to- totally. Yeah. yeah. I had a guy um, like write to me saying, yeah, um, 
you know, he hadn't really spoken to anyone about his one night stand experience. Mm -hmm. Mm. And then when he saw the game, he was like, oh, well, people are actually talking about it. And when he played it, he just said he felt less guilty about how he'd felt and how he treated this girl. And it was just really nice to, um, to hear that kind of impact that it's, it's had, you know, and hopefully there are others out there that, feel a bit better about it now there's yeah. <laughs> a game about it one night stand for social therapy not bad yeah. no, that is really cool. <laughs> yeah and you know i never really thought into this game i mean you think about a one night stand but you never really you always think of the negative aspect like oh that person meant to have a one night stand or mm-hmm. like they're gonna get knocked up they're gonna get knocked up or they meant <laughs> to be in that situation or like something but you never think of like oh this happened and I didn't understand why it happened. And like the whole like mindset around it, like the things that are going through your mind when you're having that one night stand, it's just, it just has, it makes you have a different perspective on that as well. So I really like that about this game as well. That is interesting. I, I want to switch gears a little bit here and kind of get into, uh, d- d- you know, dive into the blundle and try to see a little bit <laughs> what's, what's going on over there. See, see what's, see what's, we'll see what the world is like. Uh, so, uh, I know we were talking a little bit before the cast. You are currently in Germany. Uh, you're you're you know yep. living the life in the UK uh, or in the UK in the Europe. I feel like all <laughs> of Europe is the UK sometimes. Like all of the United <laughs> States is the United States. Uh, doesn't work like that, does it? So uh, you, as a person, have been going through and 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 meeting people and you know talk to us about kind of how being a gamer, being a game dev, you think has kind of inner influence and. In, uh, you know, made an impact on your own social interactions, you know, things, things of this nature, how you've met people, how people have responded to you, uh, you know, with the knowledge that, oh, this person is a game developer, they're a gamer, they've, they've grown up playing games and they're in that community. Mm. Um, well, natu- I mean, naturally, I'm quite a quiet, introverted type. So I'm, I might not go out and meet as many devs as, as other people do hmm. but um you know it, it is quite a a lonely job uh, especially when you're like a solo dev like me and you're just kind of staying at home doing it every day mm-hmm. but um but even so like there's lovely communities like online and and nearby like i mentioned uh, game jams before so that's you know they're always a really good way to like get to know people and like pretty much every town or city has like a game jam going on at some point during mm-hmm. the year um and there's also like um not just game jam kind of meetups but just game dev meetups in general like generally like game devs seem to be very supportive of one another and and that's it's just a really lovely thing what, thing what do you see. think it is about game jams uh well master wife you wanted to say something here yeah, I was just going to say, like you said, you're kind of an introvert. Um, and I know there's potentially other introvert game developers. How did you go about like getting your game out there while being an introvert <laughs> and spreading the it's word? Fu- it's funny because uh, when I first launched it, I then went on holiday. Um, this was for the Game Jam version. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, I, I just put it up there. I didn't even, I, I think I put out a couple of tweets and that was it. And then I, I went away. And it just kind of exploded whilst whilst I was <laughs> away. Awesome. I didn't even do anything. <laughs> it was it was bizarre because I didn't I didn't want to do anything at this point because it was just the game jam version and it and it had bugs and it wasn't finished and I was like, well, I'll I'll finish the full version, make that really good, and then I'll I'll talk about it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so anyway, when uh, by that point, like loads of famous YouTubers have played it, like PewDiePie and oh, wow. Markiplier, and uh, I'm like, what? This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like actually since the full launch, like, you know, now that it's not free, it's paid. Um, it has been harder to get people's attention. So, you know, like constantly like writing emails to journalists and, and dropping like Twitter messages to people. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like I have a few friends um, in the industry from like my previous job um, who have kind of helped out and given me advice. Uh, so that's been really cool as well. But yeah, like I, you know, I've been doing podcasts like this one um, and I've never really like done this before. So yeah, it's, like uh, a, it's a change, whole, but it's exciting. a whole lot of new experiences for you. That's, yeah. That's wild. <laughs> and then everything kind of comes in rushing at once. And it's like, what, what, what happened? What? You're, you're <laughs> yeah. probably having like a, a certain interaction of one night stand in the real world right now. <laughs> How did I get here? What, where, did I, where did I go last night? Yeah, what's, Who what's are all these people? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, that's really interesting. I, I I do agree with you guys that I think that, you know, game jams are a place that's, you know, maybe overlooked for its social, you know, capacity. Because uh, I think for, for me and like, you know, maybe other people that are outside of that community and the game dev community, it's like, oh, this is a place where they go and they just make games. Okay, cool. But like the interaction of actually being in a physical place for an extended period of time, usually like 24 mm-hmm. hours, something like that to mm-hmm. work on things you're going to have really cool conversations and interaction with people, you know, you're going to meet folks. So I never really thought about that, the social aspect of game jams. Yeah. Yeah. And it's working in like little teams that you've never really worked with before as well. So, you know, it's all about teamwork. And you have different people's perspective and you don't know what you can create, like from having different, I guess, backgrounds and different like experiences, like contribute to like different games. I think that's really awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's cool. Really? Uh, I I can say that you know, f- as a person who has made things uh, out of necessity, uh, you know, from nothing, just because I felt like, oh, I want to do this. Uh, I, I have tremendous respect for people that actually put together game jams uh, and put together things. Uh, one of my friends, Christy Pride, uh, lives over here in, in New York and in, in the states, and she has recently res- resurrected from the dead and is hosting the NYC chapter of a game jam called game dev drink up it's like a monthly uh you know event that they do to come together and just do game dev stuff uh and it kind of reminds me of some events and things that we do uh you know down here and elsewhere uh we're we're creating more spaces for people to get together you know and and share that good facetime like nintendo was talking about good face to face uh, Sorry, I, I saw that and I was so excited yeah, about one it. One to switch, yeah. What, yeah, what, yeah. What did you uh, What did you think about that? When they said, "Oh, this is about you don't have a controller. You look into the eyes of the other person," I was like, "Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we need that." Yeah, we do. We're missing that nowadays. I'm a little bit worried because, because you know, when the Wii came out, you know, you have Wii tennis, and then you're expected to swing it like an actual tennis racket. But then you have the some people that figure out, oh, I only have to just like move my wrist slightly to make this work. Okay, cool. I'll sit down and just play this game like trip, 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 trip. And I'm like, come on, you gotta come on. It's more fun. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm playing a robot here. Uh, but I wonder if people are gonna kind of take to that. Like, what would what would a person think if you have to look into the eyes of a Steaming, yeah. steaming hot stranger yeah. across the room. <laughs> I don't know. Gonna pull the trigger. <laughs> bang, bang. 
Uh, but that game looked It might be quite cool. scary. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Could you tell me a little bit more about that portion? Because I... Oh I yeah, I keep it. forgetting. So there's a game called One Two Switch, and this is good for listeners that might not have seen it either. Uh, One Two Switch. It's kind of the Wii Sports application yeah. mm-hmm. of the of the Nintendo Switch, like it was for the for the Wii, uh, where it's a game that's made that everybody can just pick it up and play. Uh, it's played with the Joy-Con controller, so one person has a Joy-Con, the other person has a Joy-Con, and it's a series of uh, I'll, I'll call them like mini games. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Not mini games like you know Mario Party mini games like that, but like small tiny games um and one of them was like a quick draw game you know where you both have your controller i don't know what the trigger is for when you're supposed to draw but you know they're saying if you look at the person you don't look at the screen you know to play these games uh you look at the person you just do an action uh one of them was like a a cow milking game cow milking (laughs) game you, you push buttons on the controller at the top and then you pull oh my down. Oh gosh, you know, that's like you're, awkward. Like you're milking a cow. Is the other person the cow? I, oh my gosh. You milk, you milk. <laughs> yes, actually. Uh, <laughs> and before everyone starts getting milked. Uh, man, that'd be a weird process, milking people. Ew. Joseph. Yeah, let's not go this there. Is, we could yes, go there. This is PG-13. That's for another podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, so it, it's super, super fun and cool. I'm hoping that it's bundled in with the switch but you know more details on that later today maybe <laughs> in their presentation of the nintendo treehouse i think at 12 p.m here in eastern standard time I'm not sure but i'll find out for sure uh so before we get to the the last little bits here uh Lucy, coming back to you we were talking about interactions and stuff with the uh game jams and kind of what that's been like for you i do know however that you my dear my dear girl are not single mm, you yeah. have a boyfriend of 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 how long uh over three years now oh this is serious awesome. it's getting serious <laughs> serious <laughs> sam is his name sam no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I just wanted the serious sample to go through. Uh, you don't have to tell us what his name is. But uh, so, so what's that been like? Tell us. Do you guys do you guys game together? Oh yeah, totally. Okay. Um, so talk to so us about we, it. So we we both met um, in our previous jobs. So uh, we worked at Chilingo, which is part of Electronic Arts. Oh yeah, it's like and, the mobile uh, game uh, development yeah. platform, Angry Birds, and yeah. some other stuff like that. Awesome. They um yeah, they publish like little indie titles. Mm. Um but yeah, like he uh, he just sat next to me when he started and um I, I was actually um in another relationship at the time. But oh, we um, we got to like know each other as friends and mm-hmm. he was just just a really, really nice friend and um and then my relationship for you know, loads of different reasons um just came to an end. So a few months later we just started dating and uh and that's that's it we just yeah Um, but we we play loads of games together um like that's the thing with the switch um i'm just a little bit worried that we're gonna need one each to play together yeah i wonder about that i know they're selling uh joy con controllers separately and for games like uh what was it called arms the punching one yeah, uh, I think that, you know, you would have to have two sets of Joy-Cons to be able to play that. Uh, but I don't know what other types of games are going to, you know, support that kind of local one system multiplayer. Yeah, because that's what I love Nintendo for um, is, you know, it was like playing together. Like uh, we always play like a Nintendo uh, game over Christmas. Mm. Um, oh, that's awesome. It was like Captain Toad the year before last. And 
it's just if there's any like multiplayer ones that we love it uh mario kart as well and uh splatoon oh nice that's awesome do you have a um playstation 4 yeah we do oh my gosh you guys have to get this game called overcooked yeah oh yeah i tried it oh you Um, tried it yeah, I love it. We don't actually have it though, so I'm thinking I'll, yeah, uh, I'll play buy it with it. your boyfriend. It's amazing. It is. <laughs> it'll it, cause a lot of yelling and team building. Yeah, it'll it'll test your relationship. But <laughs> it's it's very fun though. We we've been playing it and just cannot put the daggone thing down. Plus, we're also like uh, very stubborn completionist type people, so we want to get three stars every time. <laughs> yeah. so you really feel the stress of the kitchen don't you it's, it's, <laughs> it's really fun it's a so, super fun game so how do you guys as being developers are you both developers now no uh he works in he actually works at nintendo um <gasps> um, marry that boy marry that boy marry the boy <laughs> marry that boy that boy yeah marry that uh, boy <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome you have no oh my gosh i have master, i have master joe is now gonna stalk you uh, and, and like we're gonna make an international trip to germany just for that oh my gosh he works at nintendo he works at nintendo lucy you need to take that boy into the corner and play some of that smooth george oh michael michaels <laughs> oh my gosh that's amazing that's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. And it's it's been like his dream uh, to ever work there. It's, you know, he oh. loves Nintendo. Everybody's, so. every gamer's dream. I have, uh, oh, I've yeah. been trying to get to Japan just so I can go, you know, to the headquarters in Kyoto just to see it. Uh, I know they're not like super yeah. big on visitors. We, we've, uh, we went there. So before he got the job, get um, out. we were on holiday in Japan. So we were like, oh, let's go. Oh, you make guys it are so awesome. <laughs> All right. So. The next time we're in Germany, which we've never been, we're, we're coming by and we're going to hang out because you guys sound like our type of people. Jeez, that's awesome. We, we want to plan a trip to Japan like in 2020. We were thinking about going during the Olympics, but everyone tells us, don't yeah, go. Yeah, because they're like, there's going to be so, so many, many people. People, people getting. Yeah. But it's going to be the Olympics and they're going to be opening that, uh, or supposed to be opening that Nintendo Land, you know, cross Universal theme parks park. So... We want to see that. Yeah, that looks really cool. Yeah. I, I want to see that next time I go. That's crazy. Can I believe you've been to Japan? That's so awesome. So, so do you guys both work from home or uh, like how is the busy life? Are you both busy or and how do you yeah. balance that? He's he's particularly busy this week with uh, the Switch oh, yeah, I'm sure. uh, stuff. So he's been working like long hours. Okay. Um, and I work at home. And um yeah, it it can be a bit lonely, but <clears throat> excuse me, it works quite quite well, really. Because if he's working long hours, then I can kind of also oh, sorry, wow. losing my voice. I can kind of look after like the house a little bit and and get uh, tea ready and and all those kind of things. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I I I love like cooking as well. So I I work like um, eight and nine hours, and then I'll I'll kind of help around and kind of support him as much as I can really. Yeah, that's really nice. I was um, I was talking to you before about like, I mean, I'm getting my experience out in the corporate world, but I would love to find like a, a stay at home, a job where I can work from home 
because like yeah. if we were to ever have children or something i'll be able to take thing take care of things around the house joe master joe is looking at me like crazy because <laughs> i say kids <laughs> so uh, the Harpies podcast is looking for a new co-host um, whatever it's a running joke i'm keeping going but yeah, it's because I feel like it helps in relationships too. Like, and I don't mind yeah. working from home. No, it definitely does. There was a time where uh, Master Wife was the one who was really going out, and because she was in school, you know, PhD, so she's always in the lab. And I had yeah. a job at the time. Jesus, was years ago. Um, at at the YMCA, and so that type of a job, like you go in, you do your shifts in the morning, and then you come home. It's like a four-hour, five-hour shift. Then you're home. And, uh, man, the house is always clean. The dishes were always done. Like everything smelled good. The bathroom was clean. Uh, you know, we had time to actually plan and do groceries and stuff. Just like normal things like that. games. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But now we're, we're both very busy and we're considering hiring a maid. So (laughs) (laughs) we don't have the time. We can't really afford it. Yeah, we can't really afford it. We just dream. (laughs) We just dream about, you know, but I like cooking too. Like you, Lucy. So, um, if I had more time. Uh, I would do more of it, but nowadays I just come home and just, yeah, I'm going to be productive, but yeah, and then I come home and sleep. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I feel like we're just talking to a friend of ours now. Yeah. Like, I feel like we the, the conversation Aww. is molded into just, hey, so what? So how's it going? How's it, how's it going with Sam? How's Sam? Uh, just keep, I'm just going to keep calling him Sam. It's going to be his code name. Uh, well, cool. We got to start trying to wrap this thing up now. Episode's going a little long, but it's been super fun chatting with you. We have one more segment that we want to do as we get to the close, and that's going to be a segment that we haven't done all year, in fact, in a really, really long time. Ladies and gentlemen, I think you know what time it is. It's booster break time. Boost or break? Oh, yeah. Okay, so booster break. For those of you who don't know, all the other listeners that do know about booster break are like, oh my God, OMG, it's booster break. Uh, This is a segment that's basically a yes or no kind of game variant. We're going to do a quick rapid fire session asking uh, Lucy some questions to which she will either respond with using the boost as so. Use the boost. Or using the break. Use the break. Or if she really just is not about that answer, she can also... Use this one, which I think is really funny. No! Hit the brakes! Because, I mean, you really got to pump those brakes extra hard sometimes. Uh, <laughs> so the topic of this particular booster break rapid fire session is going to be one night stands. One night stands. Uh, seemed appropriate. So one night stands with fictional uh, video game characters. I've got a selection of some hot steamy uh, pixel gentlemen here. Uh, I think you can refer to all of them as gentlemen. Maybe, maybe not. Some of them are ruffians. Uh, but at any rate, this is just in pure fun. So, you know, not to take anything too seriously. We all understand that, you know, physical relationships with fictional people is not necessarily the best thing. However, uh, this is the Heartpiece Podcast and we like to have fun. So we're going to play along and, and kind of see what's what. Uh, I guess, Master Wife, if you want to participate okay. in this, you can yeah, if you want to I as well. I don't know what he's going to say. Our <laughs> listeners that uh, would like to play along, you can you can play along as well. Uh, so here we go. Booster break. Um, then we really quick, just go right through it and just reply with boost or break. And then we can talk about it for a little bit after. All right. First up, okay. we've got a lovely gentleman. <laughs> comes from Hyrule. He is a charismatic person who loves balloons. Booster break with Tangle from Aww, Zelda. I thought you were going to say Link. I was so I was hoping for Link. Yeah, I, I had to butter it up. I had to butter it up a little bit. 
Oh my god! Uh, break. Dang. Yeah, Use break. the break. Dang. Use Double break. break. Okay. Shoot. No love for Tingle out here. No problem. No problem. I mean, he. Sorry, Tingle. He could make like really fun balloon animals for you girls. Yeah, but it's also hard to find them, right? No, it's hard to get rid of them. Okay. <laughs> uh, not hard to find them though. <laughs> Tingaloompa, and there he is. He'll uh, never leave. He'll right? always stay. All right. Next up, we have. A very uh, strapping young gentleman who likes to work out and has a really nice car that he likes to destroy in 30 seconds or less. It's Ken from Street Fighter. Booster break. Ooh, uh, I think break. Ooh. Use the break. I say boost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, dang, Master Webb. I said boost, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Lucy, why, why break on Ken? Uh, Just I, out of I, curiosity. Don't, I don't really go for blondes, I guess. <laughs> and then, ha- like, half of the population of men just, just fainted and fell over. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he's probably got anger issues as well. <laughs> True. Well, there is a version. I uh, think I have a bad choice of men. Maybe you do. They're, they're, <laughs> oh, don't say that. Well, to Lucy's, point, to Lucy's point, there is a version of Kin, which was announced on the Switch, the Switch game. It's, jeez, uh, I forget the name of it. I got to pull it up real fast. It's the Street Fighter game that they showed uh, for the Nintendo Switch. It's based oh. off of Street Fighter 2 Turbo, and it is called, yeah, Ultra Street Fighter 2 um the final challengers and in this version they have evil ryu who we've we've seen before uh which is the you know evil version of ryu but they also have violent ken who has purple fireballs instead of his usual you know regular fireballs and his whole thing there he's been twisted by m bison and he is now you know gone from a bromance with ryu to an you know i hate you (laughs) obi-wan kind of romance <laughs> well, i didn't know that about him before you know oh well you know hey judgment is is a good thing so uh maybe we'll do better with the next choice now this this is an older gentleman but you know what they say wisdom comes with age and uh who everyone could always use a nice sugar daddy in their life we've got dr Wiwi from mega man booster break uh, yeah, I've never played Mega Man. Um, He's got a really I'm going nice to have to mustache. go with Break from what you've said. Yeah. <laughs> it's break. Uh, it's double. Break because that's like working with my boss or something like that. Yeah. Oh, so that's like How, a, how old is this guy? <laughs> oh, Dr. Wiley? He's a, um, let me see. Let me see if I can find out how old Dr. <laughs> Wiley really is. Old. How old is Dr. Dr. Wiley? He is the antagonist of Mega Man. And oh geez, let's see. We'll have to put a picture out. <laughs> I yeah, I'm not entirely sure how old he is, but he's old enough to have a gnarly mustache. Um, <laughs> I mean, a gnarly mustache. He's probably been growing that thing and keeping care of it for his entire life. He might talk to me about science a lot or Mega Man. Yeah, and you know, robot it. masters and stuff, and probably try to take over the world. No yeah. problem. Uh, he's got aspirations though. Got to give him that. Uh, our next fellow also has some aspirations, but he's a lot more cool and chill than, than Dr. Wowie. He does like to smoke a little bit, so if that bothers you, maybe not the best choice. However, he is a crack shot, if you know what I mean. We've got McCree from Overwatch. Is it high noon or, or no? Oh, um, I, I, I can't believe this. I haven't played Overwatch either. <laughs> oh, my God. 
my gosh. All the, he, there was a I collective gasp. Either, really. There was a collective gasp in the listeners. Master Joe plays it all the time. I love me some Overwatch. I still don't know the difference between the characters. I only know the women in there. Like I think I, I've seen a picture of this guy. Yeah, he um, is. A, I'm just Googling a, He's a strapping cowboy looking guy. Oh, I, I think, I mean, I don't know what his personality's like, but I'd say maybe Boost. Ooh, this oh. is the first Boost from Blundell. <laughs> Very nice. What about you, Master Wife? Uh, you feeling your spaghetti westerns? Like, Red Redemption? Yeah, actually. <laughs> I say Boost then. Hey! Use the boost! Everybody likes it. Everybody likes a cowboy. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Cowboy. Only two left on the list, ladies, and this next one. Oh, he's a he's a very mysterious folk. Uh, mysterious folk? Yeah, we'll, we'll roll with that. Sure. Why not? Uh, I, you, you might not like lizards. You might not mm. like crocodiles. But some folks I hear are pretty fond of snakes. We've got Solid Snake from Metal Gear. <laughs> uh, oh, that's uh, an interesting one. Yeah. Not to be confused I, maybe, with Solid maybe, Snaker, Liquid Snaker, Old Snaker, Other Snakes. <laughs> maybe boost Ooh. i think boost we got a we got a cautious boost from, from see. yeah it's, it's cautious <laughs> yeah. for some reason i i'm more of a, a big boss fan oh yeah no big boss <laughs> i'm gonna say break because he has also anger issues Use you the see break. the way he treats his his workers on the That's ship okay master wife was referring to when i play metal gear solid 5 i always acknowledge my workers by by tackling them and then they, because it's funny, they get up, you like, you, you punch them out, you choke them out, and then they, they wake up and they pick up their gun, and then they salute you and they say, thanks, boss. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I'm doing them a service, you know, <laughs> keeping them on their toes. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll say break. Nah. Oh my gosh, no. Okay. And then last but not least on the list, this, this, this fella, he's packing a, a pretty big package, ladies, a pretty big <laughs> package. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not always about the length. Sometimes it's about the girth. We've got Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII. Boost. Oh, my God. Instant boost. <laughs> Yo. Okay, ladies. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, I feel like, I feel like the regular boost thing doesn't quite work. So back to George Michael Michaels with that one. Like, holy cow. Cloud, Yes. The girth. Unison boost for Cloud Strife. I think that's a first on the Heart Peace podcast. Uh, would, either, would either of you care to explain? Is there a need to explain? There's no need. There's probably not a need to explain. No. Drop the mic. I, I liked him ever since I was like, when I first played the game and I was a kid. Is this the is this every every gamer girl's, you know, first gamer crush? I like his flowing hair. It's just, it's magical. <laughs> yeah. He he is blonde, but yeah. I just... Oh, he I is? You're breaking your rule. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Ken's like, hey, man, I thought oh, you told me I was blonde. What the heck? It's going to turn into violent Ken here. Uh, but very cool. Thank you so much for playing along with our little, our little crappy game. Uh, that's a lot of fun, Booster Break. Hope you listeners also played along and had some fun. It's good to have some fun every once in a while, right? Especially in the morning. Uh, or the afternoon if you're across the pond. Uh, and that is going to do it for our episode, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed and had a great time. Yeah, and thank you, Lucy, for again being on our episode today. Yeah. And uh, do you have anything to plug, Lucy? Yes, please. Social media. Where's, yeah. Where can people find you? What are you doing? Yeah, um, the best place to find me is on Twitter, uh, which is at Kinmoku87. That's K-I-N-M-O-K-U. 
What um, happened to the other 86 Kenmokus? Uh, oh, <laughs> it's uh, it's just my birth date. So oh. uh, birth, birth year, rather. So, oh, cool. Uh, See, yeah, not bad. Yeah. Then you're, you're. So I'm getting old now. <laughs> well, so are we. You're, you're one year uh, ahead of us here, but you know, no big deal. Uh, Eighty-eight. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, and then is I, I hear that not only were you nominated for uh, you know one night stand with IGF, but you also are going to be making an appearance at uh, the GDC 2017. Yeah, which is the game so developers I'm conference. So I'm going to be for... at the IGF uh, booth area. Uh, okay. showing one night stand so if anyone is there like please come and say hello absolutely super cool uh as always folks you can check us out here uh for the heartpiece podcast on uh stitcher on soundcloud on itunes or at heartpiecepodcast.com uh it's been a blast hanging out with you guys and extra special thanks to kinmoku for hanging out with us today this is super great we love particularly talking with devs and folks and getting different perspectives from the people who are making games and kind of what their lives are like too so it's a pretty cool insight so thanks again so much for for joining us hope you had fun and i hope you listeners also had fun and as we always say until next time peace out heart pieces (laughs) 